Last piece again, then we're going to go right there. So if you'd be, I'm an Aleph. This is Arvateri Seikitayv. It's the last small piece that we did last week. And then we're going to see right there. About uh, I don't know, 17 lines from the bottom, towards the end of the line. Plus the Gemara Kosh, Vatari Seikitayv. Who? That the, they saw that he was good. Good meaning that something about him was good. Unclear. There's a number of different shots and what it means, Toiv. Tanya, that it was, name was Toiv. Interesting. That it was referencing his name, who he was. Now, Chayra, as we know many times, the name finds a person. Name is Padrach Akedesh. So I think it's it's all Nichlal in the fact that it was Tayyib, but the Gemara is saying the Tayyib Shmei, meaning that's what defined Meshur Rabbeinu. The name is like a defining aspect. So Kitayib, not just there's something good about him, but his definition was Tayyib, his essence was Tayyib. Could be that's the Gemara is saying according to Rav Meir. And Rav says a similar thing with Tayyib Shmei, again also coming from the Shayrish of Tayyib, but slightly different connotation. I was thinking that. Tovia has one extra aspect that has the Shem Hashem in there. As Yudin and Hey. So, could be it's like Bimuram is that the ultimate Tov is like the connection to the Kodesh Baruch Hu. Because if not, I'm not even sure where Yehudu is coming from exactly. That Kitov, could be he was trying to make this point. That it was Tov with a not just a standard Tov, but a Tov of a godly Tov. Tayyiv of connection to Akharish Baruch, which is the ultimate Tayyiv. Efsha. Okay, that's a second shot. Rechemi, a third shot. Hogel and Nevius, just not referring to his name or anything about his name, saying he was Tayyiv, which means he was fitting for Nevius, which was ultimately going to be his Tafkid as the greatest Navi ever to live. And Nechemi, I remember a very different aspect about Tayyiv. Nelikushumal was good about him, which means he was complete, according to this chat. The Tayyiv was about his completeness. Which was Yunilid Mal, Khamaimrim Bishosh Nilamish third last chat, Bishosh Nilamish Nasmalia Bayas Kuli Ur. It's a reference to the way the room appeared, that the bias was filled with Ur. How do you know Ur has anything to do with Toiv? Ksivach of Atari Saiki Toiv, who Ksivasamiarikimis Araki Toiv. Now again the light, Lavdafka is a physical light, passion means a spiritual light. Maybe we know that Ur is a is a reference to a concept of the highest level of, of Spirituality is and, and is, is referred to as like the or again the or that it's learning from Kitay is referring to a physical or the higher the or could be physical or but it also can be a spiritual or it could be both it was a physical or which was a a way of the spiritual or manifesting itself is through a actual physical or okay so that's what got that's this we're up to new Gemara now so now it's a fascinating Gemara. But the Spanish Rachim. They hid Meshavani for three months. Gemara says, What's going on? Why for three months were they successful? What about the three months were they successful? So Because the Mitzrayim only counted from the point that Yochaved and Amram got back together. And therefore they assumed that until then she wasn't pregnant. They didn't realize Vihi Havas Ma'avrabi. They didn't realize she actually was already pregnant three months before. She was already pregnant from before they separated. And therefore, they counted three months when they returned. 
and that lachayra was only going to be. They they thought no point in, in counting that 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 time, that, and they waited three months until then they were able to hide Moshe for a full for a full three months. Right? Someone pointed out last week that Rashi Chumash says differently. Rashi Chumash says that it was nothing to do with the sounds like truth practically afterwards according to Rashi Chumash. Um, but the three months was the reason why it was three months because it was born early, right? It was in the Kutayim. So, in the Mizrahi, one of the Mephoshi Chumash said that, I mean, Rashi generally goes to more the Pashup Shah. I mean, there is a Medrash which, which says what Rashi says. Rashi is quoting from a Medrash. I think it's more Pashup. I mean, this is a tremendous Chiddush that really should be pregnant beforehand. They didn't realize, and they, so Rashi is going to more Pashup Shah than the Pashup, which Rashi generally does, as Rashi is, uh, Tachlis and Tafkid is. So, therefore, it could be that. But in Echlami, there's certainly just interesting that usually when there's a Gemara and there's a Medrash, you assume I should go with the, with the, with the Gemara, but I guess not always. You actually could, could, I guess, go with the Medrash over a Gemara if that's a more Pashat on the Pasuk. It's an important rule that we see this from this from this Gemara that Rashi and Chumash doesn't necessarily always go with what's explicit Gemara, but no one's arguing that. Okay. Okay. And they were no longer able to hide him. So the Gemara is very interesting. I might to spend him a taste. I mean, what what changed? It means he's hot, he's hidden. Obviously, if he's hidden, there's a place where no one saw him. If no one saw him, just keep him there, right? What exactly is is the is the reason to be assuming that no one can hide him? So the Gemara says the Mitzrayim had a tremendous ploy. Whenever the Mitzrayim heard that there was a child that was born. Mamti Yanukas and they brought other children there. That the children would hear each other, right? One child hears another child crying. What happens? Second child starts crying. And you get a chorus of crying. So they brought around these children and they got them to got them to cry. And then it would cause the hidden children to to cry. Right? Rashi says. Um, it was umavi, and they would they would cry out, and that was the way of. I don't know why I remember this in my head. It was from Medrash that learned in kindergarten. They used, they used to pinch the kids. You heard that before, also? Yeah. I don't know. Yeah. How's it going? It's in the low Medrash. Oh yeah. Yeah. Okay. So I probably was in Medrash somewhere. I mean, it could be, but it could be they. Bring bring them there when they were crying. Yeah. And, I don't know. Yeah. They're, yeah they're, 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 says that they would live next to the Jews also, so they would have, like, they would, like, surround them, basically. So they would be built, built in uh, criers. Yeah. Right. Okay, yeah, so it's just, I don't know, I had that in my head somewhere, I was, I was, thought maybe it was in the Gemara, but it's not. Says what? From oh, a from a Medrash? Oh, yeah? Okay, so that's what Ray Lenesco was just saying, that quote, quote. Did anyone explain why a baby cries when it hears another baby cry? I think it's the Teva. The Teva. I mean, we will see perhaps that. I, I, I have a stickle shot, but I'm not sure if that's well, based on later. I don't want to say it's not nice to say this, but you know where else we find this by? What? By, do- by dogs also. Right? You go in, those of us who are uh, used to see, sometimes seeing one dog barking, and also the old dogs start barking also. That's because they're talking so, to each other. You think so? Yeah. <laughs> really? 
Yeah, maybe. Yeah, they're talking. They're, they're communicating. Yeah. <laughs> maybe he's finding it annoying and it bothers them. It bothers them. I was hoping was if somebody would say something about like they they are no say but oh like. Oh. Okay, that's they identify with the other one's pain or something okay, like that's, that. Okay, that, that was what I was going to say. I, I'm, I'll, I'll jump ahead for a moment. Rashi but says, I know, but the question is why? That's just why. What, 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 why is the derech of children to cry when they are the children to cry? Oh. So, Rabbi your, your pshat is, is coming up, um, at least according to, uh, you know what, let's hold on to it. Okay. But I was thinking along those lines based on the Gemara, which will be coming up in a little bit. Okay, but yeah, it sounds like that that's the derech, and maybe that's what he's saying because right. Akash Baruch Hu put. Wake up, up, they start crying again. Well, so they're starting to open up. Start, startling. Okay. This idea of the faxes and the small faxes, and exactly how the Pasuk references this idea. But somehow we see from there this concept of they were using, uh, I imagine, the small faxes as like the sly small foxes to get the other ones to cry out, and that was the way they caught them. Okay. So, they no longer could hide them because they they knew that the Mitzrayim would use this ploy and walk around with the babies of the Mitzrayim and they would get caught. So they realized that no longer safe to keep him where he is. They took him out and they put him and they took him and put him into a tev, into a box of guma of, of uh, reeds. So, why exactly was reeds the things that they chose to use. Now, a little bit unclear what the Gemara's cash is. I think we'll see from the tarot what the Gemara's cash is. I mean, why not? What's, what's wrong with the reeds? So look at the Gemara's tarot. I think it's clear what the Gemara's cash is. Amr Balazim, Mikalan Sadiqim, Shemamayinim, Chavav Alei Mesim Gufa. This is a famous Chazal, which we know, probably more famous by Yaakov Avinu, the Tabachim Katanim. He left them on the other side of the river, he went back for them. And the Gemara says that Sadiqim, their moment is Chavav Yesim Gufan. The moment is Chavav more than the Gufan. Because they don't steal anything. They don't, I mean, everything they have is coming to them 100%. It belongs to 100%. Now, of course, it doesn't mean that they value their money more than their bodies. It means they want to give up their bodies, sacrifice their bodies for money. Of course not. What it means is they're willing to put strenuous effort for the sake of saving money. Because if you realize every single penny you have is given from a Kaddish Baruch, and the truth is, is that when it's Particularly when a person has everything coming honestly to them, they don't take any guess. It means everything was 100%. So every, every dollar is straight from a Kodesh Baruch Hu, valued by, valued by the person. So they're going to be valuing that money to the extent that even if it has an aspect of, of difficulty, an aspect of tsar, which will come out affecting their bodies, means they're putting physical strenuous effort in, they're going to do it. Right, I just take an example. Right, if someone you, upstairs, right, you see you left your light on upstairs. Right, floor, floor, up, floor uh, upstairs. Right, so you go slip up the steps, steps to go turn the light off. Right, one he'll say, how much does it cost me? Cost me two pennies. Right, maybe to leave the light on for another uh, hour till I go back anyway, or the slip up the steps, turn the light off. It's good trailer, Right. Which, which one? Which one takes precedence? The the stopping up the steps, or, or, the or the two pennies, which is in the cost anyway. Say, like, listen, okay, so I'm I'm willing to, to, to expand two pennies, that, 
enough to reshlop up the steps. So I think that's what this Chazal would say, not that way. Because if you're going to, you middle of learning, okay, you don't have to stop learning to go turn the light off, right? That's something very valuable, but nothing is done. You don't want to schlep up the flight of steps to go turn the light off. Because I would say this, I think, this point that Sadiqim, the way meaning that their mom is Chaviv, that it's true, it's true, it's only a couple of pennies, maybe that I'm, that I'm saving. Okay, but I'm going to put my Gufan, which means the strenuous aspect of slapping up the steps to save that money, which because I realize every every dollar, every, every dollar, every penny is given by Kodesh Baruch and it's therefore something which I should be watching over and taking care of. Right? The uh, something um, I don't know something is is something falls down, right? Even like you know the, the joke they say, I mean the joke whatever they make, they make fun of Jews like it drops a penny, is like going searching for the penny. They, they, yeah, yeah, that, that's his chazal, right? That yeah, search for the penny, drop the pennies, pick it up, right? I, it's it's a pain to go look save it. Okay, again, if it's something more important, if you miss the avenue because you miss finding the penny, no, you don't miss the avenue for that. But if you stop because you're too lazy to pick it up, no, chazal say exert effort, your gufan more than more than your more than your money. And here the way it applies, passion is the same thing. Is that the guba? See from the guba as teretz is was not necessarily the the most comfortable protection, right? I mean, they could have had more comfortable protections, but it'd be more expensive also, right? Guma is uh, it's clear from the word, it's cheaper. It's a cheaper material and not as comfortable. So it's, 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 it's amazing because here we're talking about tzaddikim. Who is it referring to? It's true. It's true. The ones who made it were the parents, right? Amram and, and, and Yuchavid. But who is suffering as a result? Mishra Rabbeinu. So I don't know if this is MS. I was just thinking that. Are we saying that Ready Moshe was at that darga to as a, as a young child. We see other things about Moshe being at this stage, which which show that he has he had certain credible you know, abilities to this point. But what we're saying it could be tzaddikim. It's not just Amram Yechav. It's also referring to Moshe Rabbeinu. Moshe Rabbeinu was, was willing to. Okay, it's hard to say willing to. He didn't make the, he didn't make the basket. But on some level, he was also part of this concept that it was his mom was called because if not, it's almost like unfair for the parents to make a decision to make the child in greater discomfort because they want to save money. Oh, exactly. So, so exactly. So the only way to understand the Moshe Rabbeinu himself was one part of that. Right? That's the only way to understand. I, I agree with you. It's like unfair. Like who are you to decide as parents? You making this great? It's great dagger. But to put on to your three-month-old child, <laughs> that doesn't sound very... It's not great in someone else's cheshbon. Exactly. Right. So I, I think it must be that Moshe was part of this cheshbon as well. Right. Which is unbelievable. We, okay, we'll see other things about Moshe being as well at this point. But I think I think it's, it's Nukrach to say that. Do we know it's comfort or maybe Rashi's mashman more security, like safety? I, I know, but again, so I, I agree with you. I agree with you, Rashi, but, but it can't be mamish safety. Mamish safety, right? right? Because it can't exactly. So, so, so okay, okay, maybe it's, so. It's comfort and maybe a little bit. We'll call, maybe we'll call it extra protection, right? It must be extra protection, right? Extra protection because it's not it's not basic protection. Right? You can't risk your life because you want to save money. That's for sure. It's it's also to do that. Right. right? We know right. that. So, yeah. So, Rashi's mash for somewhat protection. Again, I was called extra protection. But I think it's also an aspect of of comfort it could be as well. Maybe both. Maybe both, but um, yeah. Rashi's lotion is. Nobody just 
Actually, just don't have the money for it. What? It was cheaper. Because the Rashi starts off Shadabra Bulatin. Oh, I thought that, that, that they have less earlier. Right. I mean, Rashi has two things. Yavish Mishnah Megufa Yeser Shekoshim Vechazakim. Rashi throws him with Koshim also. That's what I got comfort from. Is that is that Chazakim is much stronger. Again, better protection. Rashi throws in Koshim. So I, I, that was, again, I'm not Mokrach, but it could be Rashi's telling you two things. Koshim is harder. Harder is less comfortable. <laughs> No, it's the opposite. No, I'm sorry. It's the opposite. I'm sorry. You're right. You're right. It's the opposite. No, kashim sounds like right. It sounds like maybe it's it's fakir. Eitz and Rashi is kashim. Okay, it was a mistake. Yeah, I don't know why he needs kashim anyway. Chazakim right. is the point. Right. Right. Okay. Right. Fine. So Rashi not saying what I was saying, but maybe there's a word here of, of comfort. Maybe a word of of extra. Whatever it is, it's only something which is not necessary because you can't risk their life. But it's something which is a little extra protection that Chazal a tzaddik would feel his moment is. Is not is 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 more than the extra level of unnecessary protection of beyond what's normal status <coughs> because he protects his money and, and sees it that way. And that was Yaakov Vino also. Yaakov Vino crossed over the river to get Pachim Ketanim. How, how much were they worth? Right? It sounds like minuscule things. He went to Schlepp and Schlepp was over the river to go do that. So the same exact Chazal over the same same words, right? Yeah. Uh, okay, very good. Right, right. It, it, it was... Right. Right, exactly. Okay. Rabbi Rach. See, a whole different shot. It was something which... Guma something which is soft. Rach Kasha. If you have hard, like wood, wood splinters easily. It brings them to a rock, it splinters. Something soft, it brings into a rock, it's just going to be right, all compressed, but then it'll come back out. So this is, according to the second chapter, it's, it's a practical thing. It's just safer and better and more more protection at, uh, than if it has something which is softer rather than hard, because it won't break as easily. So it can stand. It can withstand soft things and withstand even hard things that it won't break. It'll just, uh, it's like rubbery. Rubbery doesn't, doesn't break. Okay. And they smeared it with um, Zephyrus is, is uh, tar. Chemer is like, I think, pitch that's translated as right, some sort of uh, cement. So tar and the cement on the inside, and Zephyrus and Bechutz on the tar on the outside. And the Zephyrus, we know tar is, is foul smelling. And this is famously Rashi contrast that to Noach. Uh, Noach had on both sides. Right. Either it wasn't Zeicha to the Schutz, or because he needed it more, either which way. But Lamaisa, Mishabinu was, was uh, Zeicha, that he wouldn't have to smell anything which was um, not very pleasant. Batasim ba yellow, batasim besuf. And he placed the yellow inside of this box, and he placed the besuf. Leza imer, yamsuf. Suf refers to the yamsuf, the actual Nile River. That's where it was put into Shmo when Nechem. No, it's not around, not river. The um, Betsy. Agam. The word suf is a reference to an agam to a swamp. Which is a pasuk referencing a swamp, and that's what agam is referencing a swamp. But went down to wash on the yard. Famous Chazal, familiar with Rashi, means this She went to wash off. From the Avodah Zorah of her father, which was which was 
to do a tefillah l'shem gerus. To know exactly who who the bezdin is over here, right? You know, I mean the bezdin. What? The shabbino and two others, right? Very much doesn't count. Um, so I'm not sure from Allah's perspective how exactly this works. I mean, she went there, it sounds like, she said, look for Shalom Shem Geiris. So, okay, so you're saying it, it could be that forget it now, yeah, in the Khlani. Yeah, what does Geiris mean if it's Kabbalah's? Kabbalah's mitzvahs. Yeah. <laughs> right, right, I hear. So you're saying maybe it's only, maybe it's a, it's a limited. Maybe it's only a tefillah. So that's all there is really, because not Kabbalah's mitzvahs, because of Fumayan Torah. I hear. Yeah. The bezdin is only because of the Kabbalah's mitzvahs. Yeah. Yeah. How yeah. do you get the first gear? That's what I How do you get the, right. the first ones? Right. Right. That starts from somewhere. Were they really gear? No, so I, I, guess, I, I guess that, that's what you're asking. <laughs> I mean, Rashi's Lashon is Lashon Gerus. Rashi says there's Lashon Gerus over here. Rashi also, Rashi gives us, it's never said anything. The implication that you made them. He made gear, but maybe he made them. Why? Yeah, that's true. Yeah. Really, only the family and everything. They were the Yidden who went down to China. They were the ones who came out. So this is the, what happened to all these other people? They're obviously one. Okay. They just were. They accepted Monotheism. Okay. That's true. Okay, here it sounds like more than that. All right. Russian Russia, this is. Uh, I'm just saying, Okay. Can you remember Rachas Hashem etzoyas benesirin? Most of washing off from etzoyas benesirin. It's not referring to necessarily dirt, referring to the disgustingness, which is the varizara and things of that nature. You see that rachitza is used in this context, even though it's actually referring to a tefillah. It's called as rachitza. That's the learning from this from this pasuk. The narisa hochis and the narisa were going. So, Amar Yechonon, what's exactly teaching us? But they were going. I mean, what, what is? I was there with her, they were going with her. What is telling us? The Hochist, they were going along with her. What is the Pastor telling us? Very fascinating. This Halicha is a Lashon of Nisa. They were going towards their death, as we will see in a, in a moment. That, that's what it references when it's talking about um, Halicha. Like I once said a Pshat that Halicha is. is, is Going like almost they're going forward, so when it's not going upwards, that itself is like a connotation of death. Because we know that things that don't they go down, they go, so like forward, but it's not, not, not regular. Okay, anyway, this is by why. By um, Eislav, he said, I'm going to die. This is a halicha lashon of Lamas. And we'll see exactly where that's coming from. They were going to die. The Teva, the Saif, they saw the Teva at the end of the Sof, again, the Amsof for the, for the uh, swamp. Sekivan the Chazu, the Kalboi, that Sula Moshe, the maidservant saw they wanted us that she wanted to save Moshe. She's walking towards this uh, Teva and going to save it. So Amrullah, the, all these maidservants said, give her a Tenu. Our, uh, our master. They regular king must have makes Xera. So makes a decree. Even if the whole world doesn't always listen to him, which is unfortunately the case often. But you know who does? 
Certainly the children are the ones who are going to be diligent in filling out their father's decree. And Va'at, you're going to be over it. This is Mamash What are you doing? How can you do such things? They were giving her, chastising her, and telling her how to do such things. So Bo Gavriel, Gavriel went and smushed them into the ground, and they were all gone. You know, as you're trying to stop right now, the the, the, the ghoul of Kali Yisrael, it's not going to, we're not going to let you get in the way of that. And Gavriel went and, and, and smushed them. That's what the next line. Either, but Tishach Hasamasa. Oh, we'll see, we'll see, we'll see. Right there, Next words they were, she sent out her Amasa. What does that mean? They grabbed the, the thing. Famous Shrat, Yad, the one said Amasa means referring to her Yad. Chalamar Shifchas referring to a Shifcha, which was, we all just asked, just killed all Shifchas. We'll get to that in a second. Zmandiyam Yad, the Ksev Amasa. The one says Yad, it says Amasa. Okay. The normal way to refer to Yah is your hand, what's Amasa, which again, Amasa is a, is a reference to the, the arm, but it's, it's uh, not the normal way you refer to it. So it's the Yadah. We just have to and killed all of them. So exa- how exactly is there a maidservant to be helping her? He left one. Because it's not proper for a queen or a princess to go by yourself. So it's like a din malchus over here. And and they have to respect the din malchus. So I'm assuming that leaving only one maidservant wouldn't be dangerous to Moshe Rabbeinu because one maidservant can't, you know, can't protest this whole thing. I guess the whole group of them will protest what's going on. One of them would figure it will be okay. But the to, to destroy all of them is a steward to malchus. Malchus requires that there's a that there's a woman, it's not going alone, it's not going by yourself. The one who survived probably realized she yeah. kept the <laughs> right. yeah. yeah, She yeah, got yeah. scared, she was scared off from her, right. Exactly, exactly. She wasn't going to mess, right, that one. Okay, very good. Ulamani, I'm a yard, a little yard. So the mother says, okay, that's a good diak. Why Taka doesn't say yard? According to one of the other ones, the yard. Hakamash Pilan, the famous Chazal, that all the kids have learned, the youngest of grades, the Shtaivim, the Shtaivim, that it went out, and out and out, it, it uh, stretched out. The Amr of Mar, Vachinat, Amritzi, by Muslim Shabbat's Pari, you find the Muslim Shabbat that it stretched out. And the famous Vachinat, Shabbat's famous Vert, is that, what was, what was she thinking? Right? She see that she was very far away, so why, why did she stretch her arm out? He says, that's Mamash Dekoyach, because the person has to do all they can. All they can. That's a person's responsibility. And then the person does all they can, Shabbat takes care of the rest. So even when things seem Impossible. We do all that we can. In, in, in uh, some cases, at least, will take care of the uh, take care of the issue. That's what he says. The famous story of Egmon Chabashan, right? When he, he was waiting for them, and then uh, he put the mountain over, put the mountain over his head, and he wanted to do right. There was ants that was like, that created a hole in the mountain, and lifted it up to go put it onto Kali Yisrael, and it fell down onto his head. He wanted to lift it up, and because I'll say that his teeth stretched down into the mountain, didn't let it be removed, and that was similar to these, to this mace that the her arm stretched out, similar to the shini v'sham, the teeth of its egmel chabashim, referring to that was stretched out and didn't let him remove the mountain off his head. He wanted to throw onto Klai Yisrael. Not only is shibarta broken, ella shibarta that it stretched out, that it grew out. And that's what it's referring to. 
Tiftach, she opened it, the Tirasiyan, she saw the child. Vatar, I'm sorry, the Tiftach, the Tiftach, the the child. the Tiftach, the the Ravchanina, she also shechina imay. She actually saw the shechina with it, which is a pelduk thing. She was basi last pari. She saw the shechina. Could be that she just megayer. Right? Just maybe she megayer. Mamish goes to his friend this month. Jacob. She wanted to show the shechina, which is a pretty incredible thing. And she saw it. Vinei Narberach, the Gemara I was referring to before. And behold, the nar was crying. Curly yellow, we call it nar. First, the first was yellow, and the first was a nar. Right? So nar is a is an older child. Yellow is a younger child. It switches over here now, calls it a nar. Where it says, Tana who yell, it is actually yell, it means an age, it's the age of a yell, of a young child. But the koile kanar, its voice was like a nar. Very fascinating. The very Yehuda. So, what does that mean? So, Rebecca, this is, I think, what I was, was referring to before. I don't remember where I saw this one. It's years ago, I went to a pshat that it's koile kanar means that, I don't remember, that koile kanar means that an older child. Has the ability to cry for someone else. So, yelling a, a baby only cries for themselves, for their own needs. They're, they're hungry, they're, they're thirsty, they're dirty, whatever. They're crying for their own needs. A nar gets to the point that they cannot cry and think about others. So, Moshe Rabbeinu, the Pasuk saying, was he was, he was yelling. But curly kanar means he was crying about the pain of Kalal Yisrael. That was in the Pshat, which is similar to what you were saying before, but it so, you were saying on every baby, maybe, um, but. Lamaista, as Zechus one of the say over here. If not, what's exactly the like? What's the praise of Moshe Rabbeinu? Then he was yelling, "Kol Kanar." What's what's it telling us? Like what's Shkayach? He had a deep sounding voice. I mean, the word even has a kasha, but it certainly sounds like there's some some mile of the fact that he was doing so. Again, if it's, it's the kasha doesn't fit so well according to this chat, but it sounds like it was somebody had a deeper voice. And the Gemara that's the pasuk the Gemara. So the Gemara says that it was Balmon, because if he's uh, in such a deep voice, which is which is uh, not normal for a young child, that was Balmon. El Malamed Shasal Eimay Chupas Nurim B'Teva. His mother made him a a um, chupa, like a like a chupa in in, in the box. Amra Shemalei Eskel Chupas. Maybe I won't be zeichet to be in chupas. I want to make some, which is a fascinating thing that that. Uh, this week, like a remez or a zeicher to the chuppah, then you're going to miss out on it's interesting. But I guess he's saying, I guess whatever I can, she wanted a shaykhah some level of chuppah, so she made a chuppah, this, this would be the uh, chuppah that he's going to do. Okay, so we'll continue on tomorrow, Be'ezim Hashem, Susan Chazara, I'm starting from Be'ezim Aleph.